Hello and welcome back to the B&B Show. I'm Andy and... I'm Kevin. I can't look at you. You don't like my hat? <laughs> I can't right now. We've actually had to start this show several times because I can't handle the hat. There's a reason why Mr. Kevin is looking so ridiculous today, but... Well, one of the kids pointed out a bald spot that I had on my head and I just figured I'd cover it up. <laughs> Um, we, uh, let's get to brass tacks here, but before we do, we want to thank our sponsors who yes. always provide us with new plushies. Yes. This comes from my sister-in-law, cool. Ashley, and her husband, David, so I appreciate it. I got da-da-da-da-da. I love that Mario from Super Mario. He's it? not a raccoon. Two or three, it's right? Tanuki. Yeah, three? I believe it's three. Super Nintendo. Yeah, the Tanuki suit. Yes. It's original Nintendo. That's a cool Kevin. Pokemon. Gracious. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. And then kind of the subject for today is I have the crown jewel. A green blob. A wonderful... <gasps> it goes... And, then, and then it ruins everything. And then explodes, right? It was originally a glitch, and now it's like a beloved character. He is got... Get out of the way, Sonic. There's an, a new sheriff in an town. An explosive personality. I am very proud of these new additions. I'm very, very happy. This is in honor of one of our young people who wanted to remain nameless, but gave us the idea for this uh, segment today. Yeah. He's kind of like a mafia guy. He's like, you know, my name ain't important. Like, like, I just got shot in the head. <laughs> anyway, my mom's like, Lincoln, why aren't you doing what I'm telling you? Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so actually several of our young people, Brother Kevin, approached us, as you know, and wanted to deal with this subject, which is kind of serious. It's really weighing on yeah. a lot of them. Um, it's a reality, especially, I think, with this generation of young people. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, I always remember, I, I actually, I forget that. Probably in the bottom of the screen, they already have the title. So yeah, that's true. It's called "Too uh, Stressed but, but Blessed." blessed. That's Amen. why I'm wearing the hat. It's about, yeah, because it's stressing me out. It's stressing. Why is Brother Kevin wearing the hat? It's just a reminding. I remember being stressed in high school, being in marching. I mean, this is a marching band helmet, hat, whatever you want to call it. We used to have a big feather that cone on the top Did you really? there. Yep. Um, this is from somebody gave this to me. This is a pretty cool addition to my Gators collection. But uh, yeah. Marching band was so stressful because I was the head of a line. I was a section leader for a couple of years, a brass coordinator. Big mistake. A big mistake. And so I was. I had a little bit of influence over people, but and that was very stressful. Stress, <laughs> okay? Because if if I, you know, a marching band, you have these halftime shows and you make these formations on the field. Uh oh. And if I'm off by just a couple of inches, just a couple of inches. Way down the line, I throw everybody else off. So I was stressed out because now I'm having to march in step left, right, left, right, stop, play the note, keep going. Oh, you're a couple inches off, and now the rest of the line is into the back of the clarinets. <laughs> They're in the bleachers. And the band director is leaving out of the box, and the he's gone. The team's morale is gone. Yeah. Scholarship's ruined. But it was stressful. And now I feel ridiculous with this hat on, so I'm going to just go ahead and take that off. Praise and, the Lord. Yes. Do I have hat head? You always do. I always do. Okay, yeah, so it looks good. This is, this very is, good. Yeah, yeah. Stress, and I remember being stressed, and we're going to talk about that a bit today. Yeah, we we kind of like we were going back and forth on this. Thanks a lot for the subject because it yeah. stressed us out talking about <laughs> stress. Well, I think what we're going to do, I think we're comfortable with, is split it up into two different sections. We have four different. I guess avenues, avenues or categories, but we'll do no. two this time and then I, do two another yeah. time. And I noticed, brother Kevin, that of these um, two parts that we're going to do, uh, is there's stress that is unavoidable, yep, and not our fault, and there's stress that sometimes we cause ourselves. 
Right. So there's there's kind of those two kinds in both segments. Mm -hmm. If you're totally confused and stressed, good. That's the point of this segment. But we actually took this very seriously, which is funny because you probably can't tell that by looking around. Let me we tell you how seriously serious. we took this. Okay, we went to Angelo's. That's our place. And we talked about it nearly the whole time until the dude came and started talking about <laughs> that, that one thing. So. That's a lot of preparation. <laughs> yeah. That's more than we normally do. Yes. No, really, we've, we've been... we've. This is way down on us a lot because we yeah. see it in your lives. We know this is a reality for mm -hmm. a lot of you. And we have a little bit of tough love, but hopefully a lot of encouragement too. Some uh, some pills to swallow, but also some um, things to uplift. I really, I really do hope so. Right. Uh, well, we're going to start with Brother Kevin, I think, which will help, which I think was probably the primary concern when it came to stress uh -huh. was uh, scheduled stress. And, and what we mean by Your that schedules. is schedule the almighty schedule, the machine yeah. <laughs> never stops. That's right. A lot of you, and, and I believe this category kind of falls into things that we can't help. Right. You know, you can and you can't. It's kind of a mix of the two. It's a hybrid. But with your schedule, there are things that we constantly have to do. Mm -hmm. We don't like to, but we have to. And those things add one on top of another, and they can weigh us down, and they can yeah. start to wear us out. When it comes to scheduling, especially with our young people, it's school, it's band, which I don't know why anyone would do that. Don't hate. That sounds really stressful. There's sport, sports. 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 There's um, mathletics. There's, you know, Latin. There's... I'm a mathlete. Broadsword training. You know, anything you can mm -hmm. possibly imagine, right? Fencing. Fencing. Fencing, yes. You poke. They call it a touch. You no, don't I was stab. Talking about fencing your items for money. That's, oh, what that's, that's very stressful. <laughs> Pawn shops are very stressful. And we we know that this is a reality for a lot. And they a lot of them work too. They have a job. Let let's hold let's let's talk about that for just a second. The the reality of stress. Um stress is is inevitable. It is. It is. Um, there is the reality is stress is a part of all of our lives and, mm -hmm. and it's unavoidable in, in many cases. And uh, we, we were talking about this earlier in the office uh, that all of us are going to have stress. And I, I don't want you to get this unrealistic expectation in, in your life that oh, well, life is just going to be stress free. That's just not the way. Don't it's going worry. To be. be happy. Every day's vacation. Yeah, every day's know, a Friday. But Joel Osteen told me every day's a Friday. Hakuna Matata. No worries. No, there's sometimes there's things we, we worry about. <laughs> you're not a <laughs> you're not a warthog and you're, you're not a muskrat. OK, sorry. I'm a lion. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're the one true king. Actually, yes. we probably shouldn't be making these references. Disclaimer. Can we put a disclaimer on the screen? please? <laughs> yeah. Stress is a part of life. And, and I think the problem is we think that when we start to feel stress that something unnatural has occurred. Mm -hmm. And it's not. It, it, it is normal. Now, granted, we're going to talk about varying degrees and how some of it gets to an unacceptable level. Mm -hmm. We will. But br Brother Kevin's right. You have to understand that in life, what did Job say about man? He's a uh, few, few days and, and full, full of trouble. trouble. That's all of our lives. Our life is a vapor that appeared for a time it vanisheth away. Jesus Christ was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Mm -hmm. There are burdens in this world. There are things that cause us stress. And in your schedule, sometimes you can't help those things. Uh, but there are ways that you can lighten your load. Right. And even the unavoidable stress can be overcome, mm -hmm. but not in the energy of your flesh. Because what we were talking about, too, is I think the problem when it comes to a schedule, like school, yeah. extracurricular activities, sports, 
um, anything really in general, just like adults do, mm-hmm. we do everything in the energy of our flesh. We don't look at our schedule as something that God has given us. We look at it like something that we just have to get through. Yep. And if God has placed you in a certain way in your life, He will give you the strength to get through it. Mm-hmm. He will. However, we don't actively ask God and seek God to overcome the stresses of our life. Because we will, we, we, will, we will be physically stressed. Right. We can even be mentally strained, but we don't have to be spiritually distressed. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, when you think about Martha, th- there, was a, there was a sequence of events. Um, I'll read just a little bit. In uh, Luke chapter 10, it says, um, Martha received Jesus into her house, and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about, stress, which much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me alone? And bid her, therefore, she help me. Jesus answered and said, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled, mm-hmm. that's the next step, about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. So what happens is most of us are cumbered. Yeah, you know, Mar- got Mar- lots of stuff. Yeah, Martha was cumbered, and that wasn't necessarily her fault. On her schedule, Jesus was coming by, mm-hmm. and like a good host, she was trying to host him and everyone else, and she had a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Totally fine and understandable. And this is a godly woman, by the way. Mm-hmm. We, we pick on Martha a lot. Yeah. This is a godly woman, and Jesus wanted to help one of his own. Um, and he saw this woman who was serving, but see, she went from, she went from cumbered to troubled. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. With our schedule, our schedule is cumbersome, right? But then after a while, we become troubled. Mm-hmm. We become distressed. We become anxious. Right. We become weak in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But that's because Martha was doing things in the flesh, in her own strength. Right. And then once you become troubled, now your mind starts to go. So her body was cumbered, but when she was troubled, that means her mind right. was coming. So she was thinking things like, Lord, dost thou not care? That's a stupid thing to say. Of course mm-hmm. Jesus cares. But when we start to become troubled and the stresses of our life, the stresses of our schedule start to affect us, we think, well, maybe God doesn't care about me. I, you know, Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? These doubts, these fears, mm-hmm. ar- anxiety arises. Right. And, we make, and then after bad thoughts come bad decisions. Yep. Um, but it's interesting that Jesus Christ said at the end, you're cumbered, you're troubled, but one thing is needful. Yeah. And Kevin's going to touch on this a little bit more, but when you think about what is necessary in your life, um, it's not as much as you think. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. Um, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's good to be active and want to fill your life with mm-hmm. things that either bring you joy or make you a better person or hone your skills, mm-hmm. increase your education, etc., but those things can cumber you and then trouble you yep. if you're not careful. Um, and he's even said that thou are careful and troubled about many things. But see, Mary had chosen that good part. Good, good part. There is one thing that is needful, mm-hmm. and that is a relationship with God and relying on Him for strength. And that's the one thing that Martha forgot in the midst of you know serving. We sometimes we think busyness could equate to spirituality, which it, it doesn't. Uh, in regards to schedules, you know, I think about the Apostle Paul, who was very, very busy, obviously. <laughs> a little bit. He got himself involved in a, in a couple of shipwrecks, you know. <laughs> Things happened. Things happened, yes. Well, uh, son! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, in, in uh, Acts chapter 27, there he is on the ship, and uh, he'd already told the mariners, the people there, 
uh, the sailors, hey, listen, it's not a good idea. Let's not do this. Let's not go sailing. And we'll touch on that a little bit later, that whole conversation. Um, But in regards to things weighing them down, you know, they got through this uh, Eurocladon or Eurocliden. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I, I I say Eurocladon. How does that go? Uh, But they got to a point on the ship that was going through all these, these wind and waves where they decided to take an inventory and twice in Acts chapter 27, they throw stuff overboard that doesn't need to be there. And yeah. one of those things, the second time they threw things overboard was perceived, like I perceive it to be something that's important. They yeah. chucked over the bread, the yeah. food. Yeah. Okay, Take I tell, me with you. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, well, who am I going to throw over before I chuck over the cereal and stuff like that? Okay, <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, Got him. But... <laughs> They, they threw over things that they deem that at one point they thought were necessary, but at this point in their in juncture and where they were, they decided, well, we can live without this. And so they yes. jettisoned it. They threw it overboard because yes. they realized we just don't need that. And, and sometimes right. in our schedules, in our busy lives, it's a good idea to sit down, take an inventory of everything that's going on in your life and set some priorities and set some parameters there are things in your life that always don't need to be there and that you have the power to get rid of that yes. you can get at you know you can get rid of those things and and that's what the apostle paul did and those mariners did on the ship and sometimes we just need to sit down with the Lord and say, search me and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts, yep. see if there be any wicked way in me, lead me in the way everlasting. Or like the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset yep. us. There's things in our life that we can put aside that'll help us. Yes. But sometimes we just are busy for the sake of being busy. Right. Um and to be fair, adults do it too. Yeah. We. Oh yeah. Oh. We, we we just keep we keep heaping and putting on things on ourselves constantly. Like mm-hmm. I can handle this. I can't handle this. Yeah. <laughs> and the spirit is willing, but the flesh is. When weak. I first started working here, Andy sat me down and he goes, "Kevin, look at me in the face." I said, Ugh. "I did do this." <laughs> and he said it a number of times before. So, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> what have those eyes seen? No. Um, he he said, "Listen, you need to know when to say no." Mm-hmm. Prioritize. And the only time I've said no was to saying no to that. I, I, I said yes no. to everybody. But there, there's, there's a, good, um, a good principle there. There's sometimes where you just have to learn how to say no to certain things. Yes. And prioritize things in, in your life. But some of you might be out there and say, well, Brother Kevin, Brother Andy, my parents make me do a lot of these things on the schedule. Yeah. What do we do yeah. in regards to that? Um, we all have a meeting, and then we take the creeper. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to and school too, some to school. Yeah. Sometimes you just go to class like, okay, now you got this and this and this and you've this. got teachers. Have and you've a happy got... Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? Now you got three exams. You've got to read five hundred pages. <laughs> um, one thing that we always encourage here, I don't know if we've ever effectively communicated this, but we we encourage and we strongly recommend communication with your parents. Yes, always. And sometimes teenagers have a assumption mm-hmm. that they will not be heard. Like, well, if I tell my mom and dad, they won't care. Right. But I will tell you this. Even if you have that inclination, they won't forget what you said. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Parents hang on every word that you say. You may, My parents do not listen. Oh, they remember, and they talk about it in bed, and they obsess over it, and they say, why is my child such a human disaster? Just kidding. <laughs> Except for us, you know. But uh, your parents love you, and they care, and they remember the words you say. So it, it's... This part, too, is is tricky to articulate, Kevin, but what we would say, I believe, is 
If you look at your schedule and you're feeling overwhelmed, or perhaps you yourself feel like I've put too much on my plate, mm -hmm. I cannot handle all of this. Because again, adults do that all the time. All the day. And yep. usually they have to go to the doctor and they get bad news and say, yeah, your, your cholesterol is through the roof, your stress is... How much caffeine do you drink? <laughs> I have to push through. <laughs> and uh, it happens with adults all the time. So if you go to your parents and say, listen, I've put too much on myself or my school has or everything that we've signed up for, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling burdened. I don't feel like I can handle all this. You might be surprised the fruit that will come out of that conversation. Yeah. Um, for one, you'll, you'll be honest with yourself. Because sometimes when you admit something to someone, when mm -hmm. there's that accountability, that alone is like a pressure valve that releases a lot of the stress. When you admit, I am very stressed, right. I am very burdened, I am I'm overbearing. What Martha did to Christ was good. She said, I am, I am absolutely breaking my back. Mm -hmm. It was good that she went to Jesus Christ yeah. and told him, hey, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't berate her from coming. You shouldn't have come. Oh, you big baby. Yeah. No, he said, listen, this is what you need to do. He said, I acknowledge your pain. I see your pain. And now here's what you do. Um, and we encourage that with your parents. If you feel like you've put too much on yourself, you're extremely stressed, mm -hmm. talk to them. Tell them. Just mm -hmm. by you admitting it, first of all, helps a lot, keeps you honest with yourself. But I guarantee you that your parents will not forget that conversation, mm -hmm. whatever it comes to. But we do encourage you that when it comes to the schedule, <laughs> the stress of a schedule, stress will exi exist. It mm -hmm. will. It's a reality. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, and some of that you have to deal with, because as you get older, more stress comes. Mm -hmm. But you learn to handle things in the strength of the Lord, not in the energy of the flesh. That's exactly right. But there are times... I mean, Jesus went to a mountain alone to pray. The <laughs> Leave busiest man, me alone. <laughs> the busiest man and the busiest ministry in the history of the earth. And what did he said, I, he took a break. I'm going to a mountain to pray. You have to come apart sometimes. Mm -hmm. One thing is needful. Brother Kevin said you need to prioritize your life, not your schedule, your life. Yeah. And ask yourself, do I need this or am I suffering? Mm -hmm. from Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. Um, Martha didn't need to do all the things she was doing. Mm -hmm. That's the point that Jesus was making. So yeah. one thing is needful. But not just that, but um, even though Jesus went in the mountain, though, Brother Kevin, he did come back down. And yep. what happened the when he went to the Mount Transfiguration? What happened the moment he got down the we mountain? We can't cast. Why can't we Jesus, cast? There's these people, and they're not doing their job. <laughs> like the moment he was off of vacation, you know, <laughs> that's life. But we feel for you. But also, really quickly, Brother Kevin, if you would indulge us. Yes. There's not only scheduled stress, but the second. Self inflicted. Self inflicted stress. Uh oh. If it isn't the consequences of my actions. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing anymore? Uh, yeah, so, and we alluded to this already with the schedule, but sometimes the stress that we face in our life are our own fault. You bring it on yourself. Um, it, sometimes. Um, anxiety and fears are often, you know, cashing in checks that will never come. You know, they're, they're, they're worries that will never come to pass many, many times. Mm -hmm. um, I understand there's a lot of pressure with the schedule, mm -hmm. but in your situation, Brother Kevin, like the marching band, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you went off kilter just for a little bit, you would ruin everyone's life. You know, that's pretty stressful. The halftime show a would little be ruined. Bit. But, but <laughs> the perspective, to use Brother Kevin's example again, the perspective is, would he lose favor with God? Would he lose his salvation? 
Would his life be completely ruined? Would God go, well, yeah, you messed up, so all is, all is lost? No, mm-hmm. of course not. Um, it's stressful in a human sense, but if you're assured of yourself in Jesus Christ, you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. You're going to be just fine. Well, I have all these extracurricular activities. Well, do you think that if you fail those things that you won't get a decent job and God won't provide for you and you won't be blessed or lead the person that God has you to marry or that he won't use you for his honor and for his glory? Do you honestly believe that if you you know fail, I don't know, you, your audition or you don't make the captain of the football team that you're going to be you know, this horrible person, you're never going to make it in a career, or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, the pressure, the stress, the anxiety, the worry, it's completely unnecessary because, I mean, his eye is on the sparrow. Right. He right, sees right. you. He loves you. He's molding you. He's more powerful than your schedule. That, that's right. I, I'm just thinking about this. There's things we worry about that a lot of times are not even, we can't control at all. Yeah. There's things that stress us out that we have zero control over that. And we want to take you back to the simplicity that's in Christ. Yeah. The Bible says that you can trust Him. The Bible says that you can lean on Him. And uh, he, He's there in the midst of everything. There's things that we deal with that maybe are, might be our own fault, uh, stress because of choices that we made or whatever the thing uh, might Procrastination. be. Procrastination. Procrastination. I'll do it tomorrow. Yes. Procrastinators unite tomorrow. <laughs> you ever seen Phineas and Verb? The procrastinator. Sorry. Yo, hey, yeah, it's it, it's and that's self-inflicted. A lot of times mm-hmm. we're stressed because we're not doing what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. Some people are like, "I have a test due tomorrow." Blah blah. That's stress. Mm-hmm. That's your fault, bro. You know, get your life in order. I, I go back to college sometime and thinking about it, and, and um, the self-inflicted stress. I know that I have the history of civ tests coming up. That's stressful, but what makes it more stressful is, did I study? No, <laughs> yeah. I played another round of foosball. That's what happened. Yep. And that's self-inflicted stress, choices that I make that add on to the stress. Yes. I will say that most of the people probably listening, a lot of our young people, they're very studious. They're very disciplined. I yeah, we <laughs> I We were not, but they're very disciplined. And, and so they have kind of the inverse where they are stressed because they're trying to wrangle all of these things. Right. But again, when you... When you start to worry, mm-hmm. when you start to grow anxious, you know, what, what do you, why are you worried? What are you anxious for? That you won't achieve some measure of academic success mm-hmm. that will define your future because your future is decided by these old, wrinkly, dying men who don't have a clue and don't have Jesus Christ in their heart, mm-hmm. and you have to appease them, um, that you have to meet some kind of standard that society set that is a society that is crumbling around us and... <laughs> Every single humanist ideal ideology that they have established for the last 120 years has fallen flat. Yeah, you know, it is you know where where does your allegiance lie? Where does your priority lie? What do you, what do you want out of life? Why mm-hmm. are you worrying and stressing over what? Is it the approval of your parents? Honestly, because I mean, we'll say right here, God gave you your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they love you. You love them. You honor them. But you serve God and you love God first. And I think any decent parent would agree with that. Right, right, It's not their approval you seek after, it's God's. And you honor them, and you love them, and you obey them, but more than them wanting you to achieve some measure of success, you honor God, and you trust God, Mm -hmm. and you rely on Him for strength. And if something doesn't work out... Yeah, you know what we said on the show, and we've said it in our preaching and teaching, is that um, when Christ has His rightful place in your life, when He's prioritized correctly... Um, everything else falls into place where it should be. 
and he's not a part of the big picture. He is the big picture. Yeah. And so we want to just remind you, you can trust God. You're going to make it. Yes, it's going to be okay. You, you know, uh, you say, I'm holding on by a thread. Make sure it's the hem of his garment. You know? <laughs> Amen. I don't appreciate that. Amen. I, I want to I give you these verses. Uh, me and you talked about this the other day. Yeah. I love what the Apostle Paul said. We, we're talking about stress, but blessed. Okay? Yes. Check this out. You say, well, where does the Bible talk about being stressed? Yep. Well, Apostle Paul, the Apostle has... A few things to say about this. You ready for this? This is from Second Corinthians, oh, yes, uh, chapter good. four. This is good. And verse number eight and following, the Bible says, "We are troubled." Yes. On every side. You like that? Yeah, I like that. That's good. Here, here, and here. We're <laughs> we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Amen. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not, not forsaken. Yep. Cast down, but not destroyed. destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord. Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life with you, within you. Verse 13 says this, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus Amen. and shall present us with you for all, uh, for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might be through the thanksgiving of many. Uh, redound to the glory of God. And, and I'm getting to it. Here we go. For which cause we faint not. Yes. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day for Amen. our light affliction, which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not on the things which are seen, but on the things yep. which are not seen. Yep. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses uh, 8 down through uh, 16. I want you to take a read, read of that. Yeah, those yeah. are read those after encouraging. This. And just remember, life is about Christ, and mm -hmm. everything else is the back seat. Yeah, that good part. There's one thing that's needful. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't say several things. Only one thing is needful, and it's sitting at his feet, serving him, loving him. Well, Andy's helped me today. I, I, I appreciate him. <laughs> I appreciate him, too. But He we, is the bomb. Yeah, oh, um, thebomb.com, or the creeper. <laughs> just blows up, ruins everything. Yeah, we feel for you. We're going to have a second part to this. Yes. There's, there's another avenue mm -hmm. we want to address. We'll save that for next time. We don't have enough time. Yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot. And as <laughs> always, get off Facebook and get your face in the book. Amen. And we hope you have strength for today. And bright hopes for tomorrow. Yep. And slow up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>